Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Dice Made Me Do It. I'm Tony, and I play Orlando and Caesar. If you like our stuff, make sure you follow us on social media. Now, back to the show. Hey, hey, hey. What's, What's up, everybody? everybody? Welcome back to the next episode of The Dice Made Me Do It. Number 30. We Number are 30. Big 3 Wow. Yeah. We're getting old, guys. We're getting closer and closer Ooh. to our midlife crisis. Oh, yeah. come on. Oh, God. The mid-podcast <laughs> crisis. Oh, That's God. not. Jeez, <laughs> I feel like you also go through a crisis when you hit 30. I, I feel like yeah. it's like, yeah. It's like the young, the, the young life crisis. Then the oh, yeah, they crisis. made a whole musical. Guys, if hey, you're if you're having a midlife crisis, make sure you leave a comment in our Instagram. <laughs> uh, thank you all for being here. We're really excited to bring this episode to you. Uh, what the heck happens in this one, guys? I know it's uh, it's a big Zashi episode, isn't it? Yeah, it's split. It's split, definitely. Um, yes, I was apprehended by a detachment from the league, and now I have to figure out what on earth they want with me. And why it's so important so as to detract from my original mission. Obler here too, and I'm just trying to recover from the teacup still. <laughs> yeah, the teacup was fucked up. That was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and I yelled at Coleman yesterday, or two days ago. I yelled at him for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment. Shout out today's sponsor, Wayside Wizard. Make sure you go check out waysidewizardcandles.com. Get your Dungeons and Dragons candles. Get your tabletop RPG candles. Wayside Wizard has all sorts of scents for your TTRPG needs. www.waysidewizard.com. Use our code DICEMADEME for 20% off. And you can get buy one, get one 50% off deal too. So make sure you shop waysidewizard.com. Get it. They smell real nice, people. They really do. (laughs) Like it's great. Smells like um a dungeon and a dragon. (laughs) Pretty insane, guys. But a really nice smelling dungeon. Yeah, really nice. Where they put the prisoners that pay a lot. (laughs) A soap-themed vampires dungeon. And the dragon smells good enough to seduce. So that's a big plus. Yeah, it's much like Donkey's uh wife, dragon wife. Yeah. Uh, does she have a name? Just dragon. dragon. Her name is dragon. Just dragon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like how Cher is just called Cher. Yeah, it's like Beyonce. <laughs> she's, she's a she Cher. Her All right, let's she's go to the episode. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Nobler, you're on your uh, grass sailor riding into the port of Tikama. Right now, it's nighttime. The moon hangs over the city. It's the... I'm just gonna say it's the red moon. I can double check the chart. I made a whole chart for the moon cycles, mm-hmm. but like... That's, that's, that's far too much. That's how prepared our DM is. He has a chart for the moon cycle. But I'm just gonna say it's the red moon right now. Um, the red moon hangs over the city, casting it in its amber light. You can see the light of the moon reflecting off the water. The lights of the city, like mini lighthouses, beckoning towards you. The sailor eventually comes to a sharp uh, stop 
as it touches down against the green docks. You can hear the director shouting, All right, all right, quickly now, quickly, quickly, gather your things, we're headed to the theater. Midnight rehearsal, we gotta tech tomorrow. Um, uh, oh, God. Actor <laughs> oh, God. triggered. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. All right, here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can see um, Nima gathering her things quickly. She hands you um, kind of like a bag and just goes, hold this, as she just takes her clothes and dumps a whole bunch of them into the bag. She grabs it. Are you packed? You have everything. Yeah. Yeah? All right. Okay. Let's see if we can find um, where we're going. She says, stepping out into Tikama. In front of you <clears throat> stretches four long concrete docks. They, um, they house a numerous amount of uh, grass sailors from many different tribes um, of uh, native green sea natives. Fuck, I don't, I don't have like a whole like thing for them. I guess they're um, Goliath tribes, most of them. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, big people. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was the homeland of the giants at one point in time. A little bit deeper in, you can see some tents have been set up, a bit separate, kept separate from everything else around it. There's its own economy going on currently, but the rest of the uh, native tribes have seemed to almost back away from them, almost rejecting them, re rebuffing them, as it were. Um, and as you pass through uh, that, you get um, some suspicious looks from people here and there uh go ahead and make a notice check for me all right oh it's been too long 11 damn nice all right um yeah no you see one of the kids um just run off into the distance into the darkness of the night um kind of like whispering something and then like bailing. Um, as you continue deeper into the city, you head towards the, the Carter Andre Theater. It's a grand theater um, set right in smack dab in the middle of the theater district on the Doylish side of the street. Um, yeah. You can see that there are um, a couple like flags waving, denoting the Doylish nationality. <clears throat> As you enter in, uh, yeah, you got 11 on the last check. You can see, as you enter into the back of the theater, you can see there's kind of like a crowd out front and you can hear some commotion through the street as you make your way through it. Headed into the theater, <clears throat> you walk out, uh, coming in basically right into backstage, you um, enter down a hallway. On your right-hand side lies the green room. Um, on your left-hand side, there are two dressing rooms, one denoting male, one denoting uh, female. Mm, let's make three. Let's put a, a NB uh, changing room as well. Noise. Yeah. 
you are ushered into the changing room of your choice. You're kind of like set to go ahead and get yourself ready. Do you have any makeup experience? Does Nobler have any makeup experience? That is a strong no. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Um... Bringing yeah. back memories every step of the way. <laughs> oh my god. So you aren't alone in your changing room. There's the uh, rest of... Um, there, there's a, most of the uh, rest of the cast with you. Um, some of the cast with you. Um, both uh, our good friends are with them as well. Go ahead and say hi, everybody. To everybody. We don't spend a lot of time in that green room, do we? Because I don't want to look at that color anymore. (laughs) I like to spend most of my time in the green room. I like to be in a state of constant preparedness, as if every moment were me being ready to go on stage. uh, Yes. Theodore. Quite. You're not going on stage. Theodosius, please. Theodosius, excuse me. me correctly. Silvis Sylvan Hawk. Silas. Silvis. Silas. What's God my name? Silvis. I think my name is Silvis right now. Silvis. You would correct me on your own name. And you goodness. would correct me on my interpretation of your name? Yes. I am the actor. You are the writer. And is this scurvy? What? 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 This no, is it's this not scurvy. scurvy. It's Silvis. We just established that. No, do you have? Never mind. <laughs> do I have scurvy? No, not yet. I don't know what just happened. Uh, <laughs> okay. lemons every afternoon. Oh no, no scurvy. No scurvy. My citrus intake is impeccable. <laughs> that oh, vitamin. God, yes. What, what vitamin is that? Vitamin D that you need. Vitamin C, I thought. Vitamin C? Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I don't know a thing about scurvy. Because vitamin D is from sunlight, so they're getting plenty of sunlight. You're right. Do they know what vitamins are? Do they have science? They have some science, yes. (laughs) Um, Do they know what vitamins are? No, not really. No. The citrus, you don't get scurvy. Yeah, that's basically the limit of it. They're like, lemons, we're good. Yeah. So, why my mouth is constantly puckered like this? Yes, (laughs) quite. And why don't you go ahead and make a performance check, Nobler? Performance plus dex. Oh, lordy. This is how it starts. <laughs> Nine. Oh, oh, damn. Okay. I'm going to point out again I have a minus one in performance and I'm going to use it a lot. Hey. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Uh, you, along with uh, Theodosius and Sil- Silvis? Silvis. Okay. Don't you forget it. it. <laughs> Theodosius and Silvis. Silvis. Yes. Uh, both help you kind of with your makeup correcting the small imperfections that occur but honestly for your first time you're doing you're handling that makeup brush great Theodosius makes a point of giving you very defined cheekbones he goes for the very haughty like ooh cheekbones look Theodosius uh 
I noticed that at one point you compare a woman's hair to a mouse's whiskers, and I'm not critiquing anything. I just don't understand how the hair would be like that. Oh, oh, well, you see, it, it ties back into an ancient elven conceit that uh, the, the, the spirit of a person could become manifest in different physical aspects. So, for example, and Theodore just gives Nobler, is talking about that <laughs> the whole time he is applying Nobler's makeup. Just this uh, very drab elven concept that he did too much research for. <laughs> Silvis so, so hears all of this, turns to Nobler and says, by the way, you don't have to say any line you don't want to. You are in full control. That's entirely incorrect. You should say every line exactly <laughs> as it is written, down to the punctuation at the end of the sentence. The AD comes in and knocks uh, five two places. All right. Showtime, everybody. Awesome. You, Theodosia, stay here. I just think the mouse the is fur, but don't take it from me, I guess. <laughs> Well, you see, it's an astrological, symbiological He's got to go, aspect. and yes. is going to, Silvis Quiet. is going to drag, he's going to get the shepherd's hook and drag Theodosius away. It's from, really quite fascinating. I'd be happy to he's talk to you, but share my notes, And the door is closed. Goodbye. Awesome. Awesome. And we're going to cut away to Zashi. Zashi. Where we last left. Character change. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Zashi, where we last left you, you had um, jumped in. Well, not jumped in. Not willingly. Um, You had joined up with the elves and you were being taken over to an arbor. I think it's called Ann Arbor Island, but it's now called the Arboretum. Um, Ooh. Yeah. It's a. uh, The home. Intikama of the elves. Right. Um, all right. As you gallop, half gallop, half drive, I suppose, over the bridge connecting um, the elven isle to the mainland, you can see passing by the reflection of the several, um, it looks like almost like 20 little um street lamps that light the way in the dark they reflect off the water um you can see actually the whole city reflecting off the water like a jewel in the night as you pass over the bridge you can hear uh the the coachman turn to you all right all right You're about to see one of the most holy of holies. Take a minute, compose yourself. You have had elven schooling. You know how to greet your betters, I assume, correct? Yes? Yes? I am about to meet the most holy of holies in the elven faith, to be sure. I cannot deny the natural beauty of the place they have staked out for themselves. I'm simply surprised that... The other inhabitants of the city are not privy to any such views. We reserve the most holy spot in the city for the most holy of holy beings. Naturally, it is the way of things. Um, you actually do know the uh, formal elven greeting, and I'm trying to find it right now. Um, Anogoli is what it's called. Anogoli. That's that is what 
you must address the mass. Anyways, headed into the sweeping elven architecture, it looks like um, as you cross into the aisle, you can see uh, several manors, about six of them going across the aisle with one at the very far back, kind of uh, at the center of everything. It's the largest by far. It looks like essentially a giant tree has been constructed almost out of metal. Um, At the very center, at the very top of it, you can see what looks to be a skylight that um, radiates light headed into this large building. Um, You can see the grand elven halls as they arch um, high above you. Yes. As I'm walking through, I'm just holding the the shrine bell that's in the folds of my clothing, like chanting the the, the pilgrim's prayer underneath my breath. Wonderful. May the great spirits watch me through the gleam of my sword and light me in the hidden places of the world. And so on and so forth. Wonderful. As you reach the end of the hallway, you're stopped at the door where the steward leaves you. Um, you're set to wait there for about 10 minutes. Um, before, are you saying this prayer the whole time? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> about, um, 10 minutes into your wait, you hear a voice behind you. What are you saying? I'm going to turn around. Who do I see? Wonderful. Um, you see... <laughs> Coleman's like, good, good. <laughs> do it, yes. Um, I choose to not look around or engage with this new person. If they try and come my way, I turn away from them so that Coleman just never has the chance <laughs> to introduce this. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you see a, <clears throat> a young-looking elven woman uh, with long uh blonde hair so blonde it almost appears white um so blonde it hurts <laughs> yes yes too blonde too blonde to handle um uh she looks she's tall she's um almost bending over to uh look at you essentially um on your eye level wow so she's like almost seven feet tall like seven and a half almost yeah Wow. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, just giving the audience a little perspective of height, uh, but I will reply. Oh, it's a just a small prayer of my people. A little something for travelers. <clears throat> really? You know, I've met dragonborns before. Not many, but none of the others that I've ever met have recanted such a prayer. Mm, not even... Never mind. <clears throat> oh, I'm curious. What do you mean? What sorts of dragonborn have you met? Zashi's putting on a charming smile. Only it's not... Char- Zashi isn't an inherently charming person, so it's just a friendly smile, I really should I should say, instead. Mm. He doesn't necessarily know how to make his draconic teeth look charming just yet. <laughs> Some people get it down mm. really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> she kind of... Uh, she laughs a little bit at, at your, 
you know, I use on you. <laughs> well, <clears throat> my last bodyguard was a draconian, and he was a very boorish fellow, as it were. Enough about him. What are you doing here? I don't remember summoning you. I was called to meet the... And are the oracles called the Inogli? Or is that just how I'm supposed to greet them? That is just how you're supposed to greet them. I was summoned here to commune with the oracles. I've been set to wait for a little while, it would seem. And as I said, I don't remember summoning you. Anogly, I say uh, begrudgingly perfectly um, from <laughs> from my schooling. Um, Anogly, I... Uh, and as you the, say this, the okay. doors of the chamber open, and you hear a very old and wizened voice go, <clears throat> Go, young lady, what are you doing? <clears throat> you see the girl just rear up. <clears throat> Nothing, Grandmother. You are not to bother the Draconian. Leave now. You hag, she says before marching off. Come. Oh, thank you. I got you, buddy. No worries. Come in. Come in. Says this old and wizened voice from inside the chamber. Now Zashi says more confusedly, now I say more confusedly, uh, Anogoli. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it is I. Come in. I'll walk over. (laughs) Wonderful. As you enter, you can see another incredibly tall elven woman. She stands even in her old age, much taller than her granddaughter, reaching almost 10 feet tall. Um, She has now white hair that kind of dangles in front of her. She looks somewhat unkempt. Um, You notice she sits on a throne that kind of hovers above the ground um, as she addresses you. What did my granddaughter tell you? What did you speak of? Only some mention of a former draconian bodyguard. Nothing more. She also mentioned she was one of you, apparently. Yes, she is. She is. But that you had not summoned me either, or she had not. She plays games. She spits poison in the ears of any who dare listen. I would recommend that you forget your encounter with her today. Very well. And what would you have of me? To be frank, and to cut through all the... (laughs) The uh, light talk and bullshit, as it were... I want you to kill a man. That should be in your wheelhouse, shouldn't it? I was under the impression I had been summoned for religious purposes. And now you find out that you've been summoned to kill a man. Can you do it or not? I'm currently engaged in a very pressing task. Wonderful. To go to get your imperfection removed, I would assume. What do you mean? I can tell you've been marked. You've been made the quarry of 
The hunter. The mad crow. Who is this mad crow? <laughs> A relic. Something long forgotten. And something that should have remained buried. We will deal with him in time. How do you intend to deal with him? I regret to say my appreciation of time is of a bit of a shorter scale than yours. Mm. I don't necessarily have your time. No. No, you do not. These are things for me to worry, and these are things for you to carry out. But if you must know the reason behind your killing of this man, I can give you one reason. There are several. The one that I shall tell you is he is currently blocking a bill that would allow Legion expansion within Tikama. Oh, excuse me. Not Legion. League expansion <laughs> within Tikama. That is a very worldly concern of such a holy figure. Such things need to be done for the future. For whose future, if I may ask? For all our futures, she replies. She's being cryptically vague. She's being like... uh, Oh, I can tell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) She is being vague, but she goes, if you do this, I can ensure the League will provide transport to wherever you need to go next. I know that you don't intend to stop here. An airship? You have it. If you don't fancy flying anymore, understandable, considering. We can set you up with a grass rider. It'll just take a few days' time, and I can guarantee you it'll be safer than going on your own. I won't be going on my own. I have companions accompanying me. That is not a concern of mine. I can always charter a grass rider. My business is urgent, both in terms of my own personal stakes in it and the stakes of my country. And by extension, I suppose, the League. (laughs) It is there you are wrong, young Draconian. Your stakes are purely personal. The Draconian Republic right now is... Well, you should talk to your sister when you get the chance, young Draconian. As for everything else, the League's first and foremost business is the murder of this man. You are to do it during the opening of a brand new play. You should be in attendance, in attendance, and security should be lightest then. Can Who you do it? Who is this person? If I tell you the name, you have to accept. Do 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 I feel like we should say Anthony and I have been making faces at each other this whole time. Oh my god, man. Oh boy. I really want to know. I'll be honest. His name is Nobler and Orlando. They're politicians now. That'd be too much. Um, <laughs> um, oh, geez, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I would need a moment to consider this decision. Then a moment you shall have, she says, turning around, leave this place and consider it on your own time. And now right. we're going to cut.
over to Orlando. No, 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 no. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! All right, Orlando, you have um, you have hunkered down, basically, in uh, the secret basement that Captain Azon took both you and Zashi after ex- after escaping the Star Prison. Mm-hmm. You are surrounded by people you don't know, basically. <laughs> Except for Kyliko, who you have some passing familiarity with. Kyliko, who has saved my life a number of times before I even knew anything about them. True. Yes. Um, uh, along with you is um, the uh, black-scaled dragonborn mm-hmm. Ko and Azon, as well as um, Ulrich, the leader of the possums who currently yeah 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 yeah. i'll start this uh, i mean obviously orlando is bandaged all over the place like this dude might as well have broken arms and broken legs like i have been hurt beyond repair escaping from this prison but i'm sitting there all bandaged up and i'll be telling them i'll just be like all right, and uh, so at this circus, there was this horrible, awful scorpion. I've never seen anything like it. We were just sitting up there in the audience, and all of a sudden, it ran in towards us. Anyway, that's how we met Zashi and I. It was such a crazy night, that one. I'll never forget it. I nearly lost my life to a scorpion attack. Orlando, that's not how that happened, says... Hey, shut up, you. <laughs> Everyone else, though, goes... That sounds like quite the story. A giant scorpion, you say? Oh, it was terrifying. I nearly lost my life. Its fell stinger rose and struck the ground beneath my seat. I couldn't believe it. I barely dodged out of the way. Thank goodness I learned so many roles in my bardic college. (laughs) Uh, Ko, you can kind of see snorts out a laugh. Captain Azon is 100% into it, though. He is leaning forwards in his chair and is like, yeah? Oh my god. Oh, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. In all my years of soldiering, that is a story unlike any I have ever heard. Yeah, but you should have you should have seen Zashi in this one. He was the real superstar. The mm. scorpion charged at me, but he's the one that was able to take it down before before it ran out in fear and started attacking the crowd. Well, oh my goodness. I will need to talk with Zashi about this. Oh, yes. I do say, I miss, we met one more friend that night. Nobler, I haven't seen him since, oh, since all the Del Orta business. It's it's truly been a while. I wonder how he's doing. Hmm. 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 I wonder. Anyway. Ulrich, huh? You up yet? Ulrich is, um, currently, yeah. Go ahead and make a... Make a notice check or a medicine check if you have medicine. <laughs> well, I can. Uh, I'll go with. It's the same either way. Let's put it. Okay. The then do that plus wisdom. Okay. Crit. Hey. <laughs> so that's that's a twelve and plus one wisdom is thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> you uh see that currently Ulrich he's lying on his back and he's he he he's coughing a little bit you can see that black bile starting to form and you kind of pu- push his head to the side and he yeah. more 
Let it all out, buddy. Let exits all out. from his body. After that, though, he is kind of like <sighs> heaving. You know, after that, he does seem to have a bit of like consciousness at this point, though, um, as he opens his eyes and looks around. You can see this wild look in his eyes now as he doesn't recognize his surroundings and um, on 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 emaciated uh muscles and bones he kind of like tries to move backwards but only succeeds in kind of like rolling himself over slowly my buddy my guy don't don't work too hard come here and i'll where am i where am i you're safe you're safe who are you relax my name is orlando the magnificent and i am the one who saved you from prison with the help of my dear friend zashi senhotep Oh, you're Starlight's son. Huh. So you have heard of me. <laughs> no. But the only, only, only Starlight's son would introduce himself as Orlando the Magnificent. <clears throat> so you know my father then, do you? <laughs> know your father? I ran with your father for a long time. You did? What is he like? Did he ever talk about me? This was before you. Oh. Yeah. Well, I I, I haven't seen him since... Uh, well, since the Aprishniki nabbed him. All those years ago, huh? Well, would you believe they got me too? Except I was one step ahead of them. They got me on purpose. Because I... Well... I had to do a mission to come get you, my friend. And I appreciate that. But if you didn't know, if you didn't know that I worked with your father, then why save me? What do you mean? You're the leader of the possums. You're the most powerful anti-Aprishniki activist in the entire city of Tikama. There is no one I need more on my side than you, my friend, my dear man. Listen, I don't know what you know about my father, but I know about myself, that the Aprishniki reign of terror cannot continue. There's too many of them, and they're stopping us from doing things that we are born to do. Magic is in our blood. God, right I can't about that. stand the Aprishniki. I'm tired of it. They run the streets here. They run the streets in too many places. Magic is a gift. It's a right. That's why I saved you. It has nothing to do with my father. I've never really even met my father. No matter how much I try to chase him, I don't know. I want to end the Aprishniki, my friend. And I know you're the one who can help me do that. And you really are a true believer, huh? Well, <laughs> I say, and I snap my fingers and some fire appears. You got to see it to believe it, don't you? Yeah, your starlight's good. You're right about everything, except... Except one thing. I'm no longer the strongest, he says. And he kind of makes a motion like he's trying to cast a spell. He snaps and nothing happens. My goodness, what did they do to you? <laughs> Their toxins are still flooding my system. I don't know if I don't know if I'll ever be again as powerful as I once was. I don't know if I'll ever be able to cast again. Don't say that. You can't let them win. 
Of course you'll be able to cast again. <laughs> That's ridiculous. They can't take away your 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 god-given right. I'm afraid that's exactly what they are working to do. Those men in the basement, you saw them, the rest of them, experiments. They're trying to figure us out, see what works, what they can do to rid the world of magic. They can never rid the world of magic. I pray you're right. I know I'm right. Well, Ulrich, I believe you can still cast. If you don't know that you can, I guess we'll have to figure it out together. But for now, I need you to tell me how I can get in contact with the possums. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you want to get involved in our community, make sure you check out the links in the description, and be sure to check out our Patreon, too. Special thanks to our editor, Alex, for helping us bring you new episodes every week. Till next time!